just grab them in the brisket. What, what did he used to say when they were like, um, like remember like a superhero and he said like stuff like, like Thundercats, like when you were a kid, like Thundercats, ho, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Was there anything else? You remember anything um, else? Thundercats? No, no. So any like, other, like, like Captain Planet by our powers combined. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Is there Autobots? What is that one? Roll out. Oh yeah. Autobots Transformers. Roll out. Hey, okay. Alden, give me one of your Autobots roll out. Just do it real quick. The whole thing. Autobots roll out. Okay. <laughs> nice. It's kind of like right. Optimus Prime a little bit. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't remember that. I mean, yeah. I was I was tiny yeah. when that show uh, was out. He Man. I have the power, right? <laughs> Anything else? What are we doing here? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of different things. I was just thinking. I was just thinking of the Ninja Turtles theme song, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What about Go Joe? Go Joe. Oh man, GI Joe. Go yes. Joe. Okay. Yeah, that's just hey, that's where we're at, right? I mean, I was gonna go with Barney. I mean, everybody remember you're that done. song, right? Okay, you're hey, out. Yep. <laughs> let me turn, let me turn <laughs> his mic off. His mic off. He's done. <laughs> I love you. you. You love me. No, you don't love. No, um, but I do remember a lot of kids shows, man. Especially because you know my my sister was seven years younger than I was, so I grew up watching a lot of kids shows with her. Crazy. No, I I get that. Why is that so yeah. funny, fuckers? Hey, Alden, uh, where are you? Okay, so let's let's. I'm going to play Doctor Freud a, a little okay. bit with you, Sigmund. Sigmund Freud. Sig. Yes. Um, Sigmund. So, Sigmund. were you? Was the TV your babysitter? Were you uh, the cable guy? Will you be my friend? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think we all were. Hmm. It's my first. Probably job. our generation. I was we not, watched a lot of TV. Well, I did not have a TV. Hey. The TV. That's parents, why I'm so well-rounded. Hey, parents are just like, no. <laughs> no. Well, it was a game-changer when we got the VCR Rewinder. That was the game-changer. VCR so. Rewinder? Oh, it's rewinding the... VCRs? Well, no. It takes the, You take tape out and just put the thing in the VCR. That was just all it did. Oh, I didn't have that. Oh, oh, rewound the v- that. Oh, the, VHS the VHS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't have that. Oh, what did I say? VCR? Be uh, kind. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm rewind. Rewind. Yeah. I was like, did, your, did your videos only go in one direction? You just throw them out when they're <laughs> yeah, done? Yeah, like, no. So this bet, it, it was a separate machine. <laughs> you got a, you got a no. whole pile yeah. of VHS outside. <laughs> you can watch them more than once now. Yeah, it's crazy. It rewinds in everything. Yeah, usually I just uh, watch one movie and I just throw in the trash. And if I want to watch it again, I go buy a new one. And we got that rewinder. It's saving us so much money. Yeah, but that was that was the worst. Just rewinding, even just cassette tapes. You know, you get put your pencil in there and just get all the shit out and just like, God damn it! So and and yeah, a lot of times it never broke. So your cassette oh, yeah. was safe. No, you're it fine. Yeah, you just gotta rewind you know it out. Hey, back so. in the day, I mean, again, get off my lawn type moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Dating yourself. <laughs> back in the day, like I mean, some of these kids or grown adults don't know the struggles of. Maybe your cassette tape just getting all just like unwound, mm. or it, usually it gets caught up in the tape deck, and you're pulling it out. It's, next thing you know, you're like, and maybe you take like a piece of uh, scotch tape and you like fuse yeah, it together. You gotta fix it. I mean, you really went like all MacGyver on that shit because that was you were just like, yeah, give me some bubble gum, give me some tin foil, let me get some scotch I tape. Toothpick. Exactly. Uh, I need a number I've two been, pencil. Yeah, recording songs out the radio for three days. I'm not losing this tape, dude. How can you make those mixtapes and all of a sudden it gets like jammed up in your uh, mm-hmm. tape recorder? You're like, well, no, this that's, is not gonna work. That's where chopped and screwed came from. I guarantee it was just jacked up cassette tapes. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then, you know, the, the guys are like, oh, well, we can turn this into a beat. So I don't know how that worked out, but uh, I mean, I think was it was more more like uh, yeah. it was like you started getting CDs. the little We're coding. You started getting yeah. to the sip and the syrup. Everything just kind of slows down for you. And they're like, why don't we just slow this music right. down it's, uh, to where it matches up with. The way we're feeling. Yeah. I have no idea what you're it talking goes, about. <laughs> Sipping the syrup. <laughs> uh, 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 it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, can yeah. you imagine chopping and, and, and screwing Mr. Rogers? Right? I'm pretty sure one, one of these guys. Oh, like, somebody has. One, one of these guys uh, chopped up some uh, George Strait or Not some like uh, Garth Brooks. They did some country chopped. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, this is the grabbing the brisket uh Barbecue podcast. We are a barbecue. Believe you it or not, never would have I had, yeah. I had a, a totally <laughs> different like intro, like just mapped up and planned in my mind. Right. Obviously, I wasn't here for the last episode, so I was like, "You guys are probably missing the sound of my voice." So let me just go in here and just give I you. Forgot the, you were gone. Yeah, I, and then <laughs> I listened to the episode, and, uh, and hey guys, hey y'all did a really, really, really shitty job when I wow. So, <laughs> okay. Hey, let's uh, all step back from the mic and just give, you know, James the next 30 minutes to himself. You let's know? just go just let and him do that. I, I, I got this whole monologue <laughs> mapped out for the next hour. So we'll go. No, uh, seriously, guys, y'all did a fantastic job. I mean, really proud of you guys. Uh, Thanks, I'll, ta- I'll take that credit. I, I, yeah. I, I, sure. I, uh, I, I love the approval from a five-year-old. You yeah. know, it's, it's always great. Um, I love it. I did fall into the river and I stayed in the river for probably a week. <laughs> Until movie did you hear us talking about that a little yes, bit? Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. And, and until they told that. me, like James, hey, it's it's time for you to go home now. You I'm have like, to no, leave. I don't want to. I want to stay in the river forever. You just run back out into the river. Which, yeah, it's where you like you basically <laughs> urinate so much in the river, right? As you're just hanging out drinking beer, that your your bladder just shrinks down to the right. size of an acorn. And then you get out and you're like. You're peeing every six seconds. You're like, my bladder doesn't hold anything. <laughs> the Frio's not Frio anymore. <laughs> I just had to, I had to relieve everything for the last six days. <laughs> so that's a weird statement to make, by the way. Please probably cut that. Um, Still glad you made it back in one piece, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I wouldn't plan on coming back in multiple pieces. And I do have a question. <laughs> so we're, we, we're, we've been talking about the uh, name of the beer review, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about chopped and screwed music. Can we call it chopped and brewed beer review? I don't know. It's not bad. I don't know. Chopped? What? Yeah. Where does the chop come from? Yeah. Right. Uh, barbecue. Chopped beef. Chop. Oh, I oh, see. Duh. Beef, yeah. Okay. Chopped and brewed. We'll, we'll, we'll put that on, on the, that for a little bit. We'll brewed, put that on yeah. the uh, on the long list. It's probably got a. <laughs> Again, people out there that are listening, I mean, we're open to suggestions. You guys, write in, please. Uh, we're eager to hear up, and I think we heard a couple of. Uh, little suggestions that people mm-hmm. were writing in so we would love to hear a little bit more suggestions i mean i personally i got i'm coming up with some i know everybody else is coming up with some yeah. and we may just maybe we'll just put a poll out there and go hey what do you guys like what do you want to hear and remember it was formally known as the 90 second beer review right I, I he wants like, to do it so bad we should That's go with the review formerly known as the 90 second beer review yeah, it, it's like really that. what it is we'll take the prince uh, the Prince style, yeah. and then we have the a Prince symbol that just yeah. just does it for us. Yeah. Um, it's maybe, fine. Maybe we just go backwards, like dyslexic that whole thing, and just the go, review second ninety. The but I don't think you go <laughs> really like that. Maybe you just go hey, the beer review. That. That's in ninety seconds. 
<laughs> I don't know. Is I'm that not, still is that still copyright infringing? I don't know. Probably. Do I don't know. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound. It sounds like. <laughs> if it sounds like horrible, they're not going to garbage. Yeah, like turds. If it sounds horrible, they're not going to mind us doing it. Right. Well, so. so far they haven't mind us doing what we were doing before, and that was garbage. <laughs> like listen to everybody's off key moments. I mean, it was. It's great. It's, I'm sorry, John's like I was always in key. No, John, you weren't. Um, yeah, something that I don't ever get to do. Like ever, right? And if you have to like think about this is our fifty how many this is fifty one? Fifty one plus a few um minis, oh, mini episodes. Right. We've had a couple of minis, but this is our fifty one. Uh, but one thing I don't ever get to do. Be quiet. Alden. Oh. Give him the business. Man, I have never heard anybody give me the try to think up you fucked me up. God damn it. But anyhow, so since he wants to uh, to kind of jack me up, because I think he's on a mission. But guys, I'm gonna give you the business anyways because the business is good, and the business is where we get feedback. You know, the business is where you get merch from. So, guys, we have our Twitter account. It is at Grab the Brisket. We have our Facebook and Instagram. It is at Grab Them in the Brisket. Our Gmail account is Grab the Brisket at gmail.com. Our website is up. It is www.grabthebrisket.com. And everything, like I say, we we want your advice. And, you know, advice sometimes helps. You know, feedback, just good, bad. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. You know, it probably may may be a lot more wrong than right. I don't know. But if you want to fight us, then line up. Yeah. There's a lot of people that do. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, guys, yeah, hit us up. So, uh, that's the business for you, man. Well said, brother. So well done. I mean, I feel like Very I lose, I, I miss one episode, and Jan's like taking over this whole thing. Yeah, well, James, I mean, sit back and relax and hey, watch I'll, I'll the just, show. I'll sit there. back and I'll just, I'll go to I, bed. So, where's, where's my fan person? I have a fan person that fans me usually at this point. Is there a fan person? They're at your house. Here? You should go get them. Jesus. <laughs> so we got a wonderful interview kind of here shortly with uh, Chef Steph. So, and if you're not familiar with her, go check out her website. Uh, Chef I, Steph. No, uh, I can cook that. Dot com. Well, exactly. Yes, but what was her? She has something that links. Did you see that? She has something that links all of her stuff together. You send out a link or There's something. There's a link tree. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. that was a link tree. Never mind. Is that like a family tree? Okay. Nope. Pretty much, it's a family <laughs> tree for all your social media gotcha. outlets. Well, the problem right. that I had is once I hit it, I went to do something else, and like a week later, and I could not get. It kept going back to that link tree. I'm like. I don't want to look at this. I want to look at something different. <laughs> and it's like, it's not letting me. I'm like, I said, like, kudos to you, uh, Chef Steph. You're old. You've really gotten me. <laughs> so so we got the interview coming up, and we'll we'll touch base with a little bit of uh, sous-vying, uh, and we'll touch base with a little bit of uh, the... Barbecue. The barbecue. Uh, cookbook. Cookbook. Uh, you and all, know what? all that good stuff. So Can't I mean, talk about it now. I pretty much just given it all away, and then you're probably just going to skip towards the end and... Uh, yeah, don't do that. You'll miss no, it. Don't do that. You'll, you'll, you'll it. be missing out for sure. So I, I have two things, or a couple things for you guys. I'll let you pick whatever you want to go into. We got Craigslist ad for generic father figure for barbecue. I like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, what? Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to comprehend. Coming out, what you coming just out strong. Said. Coming just out strong. We got. Way. Should you wash your raw chicken before you cook it? Mm. Or we have thirty-five. Two real tweets about beer. No, generic dad. Because yeah. there's a lot of, of 
barbecue fails that could come out of that. What too. is a two real tweet? I don't know. I guess two real tweet is like kind of hitting home, like actually like real. Oh, oh, it was two way too real. real. Two O's. Two. Like that's too real. That's too like, real. I think even real like like a video like a, real. Yeah, like a theater uh, two or real something. Tweet. It's like a special tweet. I don't know anything about this. I'm super old. Okay, okay. let's do the dad thing. All right, yeah. we're going to go with the dad thing. So I, I'm getting this off the dad.com. I didn't know if this is the thing, but oh, you know, apparently it is. The dad? Oh, um, you have to be invited, James. You'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear I, I have like Nike Monarch tennis shoes uh and they're very grass-stained, and I cut my lawn and all that stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you have but to take a picture of those and submit it with your profile it's application. True. Is that yeah, part of the interview yeah, process? It is. It God is, yeah. bless. Yeah. Okay, so we got a Craigslist at that was put on. It was like for a generic father figure for barbecue. And apparently it went viral, and a lot of people saw it and submitted applications for it. I'll go into the... What the requirement was. Okay, so... The qualifications. The qualifi- what the ad said. It said, two interested individuals. We will be throwing a backyard barbecue on June 17th to celebrate beer and each other. We range in age from 21 to 26. And while most of us know how to operate a grill, none of us are prepared to fill the role of the barbecue dad. That being said, we're in need of a generic father figure from 4 p.m., to 8 p.m. Can I just cut in and say yes. I'm I'm stoked that they know their role. They know that they're not. <laughs> they know ready. they can't do. They know they yeah. can't do. This it. is good. Yeah, yeah this, this is good. good. Stuff. Okay, so they think they, they can, but they can't. No, oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, though you may stay the full duration of the party, duties include the following: grilling hamburgers and hot dogs, whilst drinking beer. And this is apparently a requisite. You have to drink beer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, bringing your own grill. Though this is subject to change, we'll provide all the meat, refer to all attendees as big guy, chief, sport, <laughs> champ, while drinking beer. Son. Yes, uh-huh, go on, yeah. <laughs> dad. Talk about dad things, like lawnmowers, building your own deck, Jimmy Buffett, funny anecdotes <laughs> are highly encouraged, all while drinking beer. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. So we can't pay you any money, but we can give you all the food and the cold beer your heart desires. Grill for a few hours and sit back, crack open a few cold ones with the boys. Oh, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. This is a real ad. Do not hesitate to call if you're interested. Uh, preferences will be given to applicants named Bill, Randy, or Dave. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, not Rick. Rick would be, right? Nobody wants not Rick. Fuck Rick. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm uh, at one point, uh, I can't see now, but one of these articles named, okay, so there was a couple of prerequisites. Like, you needed, like, 18 years of experience. Dadding. Of dadhood. <laughs> like, dadhood. Of dad, yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I'm almost there. I need, like, Ten years five of experience with grilling and cooking. Got it. And you needed to, there was a, I'm, I'm, I can't find the other uh, specific but I'm pretty sure Jan has it. I think Jan's the only one here had that has that. I'm so close. I'm qualified. Except for my name's not Dave. Or Tom. It's not Dave at all. Or Tom. No, it's not. Is this interstate traveling? Well, I'm sure that was I'm sure that was in that local area, right? I would the, the, I would hope so. The other yeah. experience was an appreciation of a nice cold beer on a hot summer day. Oh, <laughs> done. You can, you can do that all day long. So that, done. 
I fit all three. So this post went viral. <laughs> so there was a few people that got a hold of it, and they're like, "We're gonna help these dudes out. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna supply the meat." So the Johnsonville jumped in there, and they're like, "Hey, we're we're supplying all the brats and all the the meat that you can handle." Uh, there was a company, uh, Chester Copper Pot Clothing, which right off the bat. Chester Copperpot. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. I mean, we're talking the Goonies, right? I mean, that was the... uh, That's right. So, I I haven't even heard that clothing line, but I need to check that out because I feel like that's probably right up our alley. The other one was Rainier Beer. Are you familiar with Rainier Beer? Not at all. I've never heard of him. Have you ever watched a um, show on Netflix called Longmire? That's right. That's the beer that they. That's they have the, on the beer thing. that he prefers, and I think it's a beer that's preferred more kind of like up north, Montana. I was gonna say like that Dakota type of area. Yeah. yeah, I think these people were uh, like maybe Spokane, was it Spokane, Washington. Okay. So they they provided them with five hundred cold ones. Wow, that's a lot of cold ones, man. Yeah, a lot more than I get right now. So apparently it was a pretty epic party. They had a couple of uh, dads that they selected that came, um, but that to me that sounded like fantastic. I mean, I, uh, that's great. They asked for. I think there's a need here that the people just don't understand that they they have this need. And how, we, just need how to start, we, we need to market ourselves. How do we capitalize right? on that? Yeah, we I, mean, I feel this. like we just need to not give away that service for free. We just come up with dads.com where hey, you could rent us. <laughs> Yes. And rent a dad, rent yeah. a dad, and we can come over and we can just grill, barbecue, fish, hunt, whatever. Like, I mean, what do you do with the rest of your family? Your own family. Well, they're not paying What's you. What's going to happen so now? You, you, uh, you support your family. Now, now, now that family can have to rent a dad, too. You support your family. Hey, guess what? We got people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm booked up this week. Uh, but, uh, uh, James is available. Uh, John's uh, available. Like He's him. available this weekend. So uh, he really loves uh, <laughs> yeah. slides and all that good can stuff. You, can, Rent a husband? Huh? Hey, can you bring your um, Can you bring your uh, piggy bank? Because John doesn't get paid in food. He needs to get paid in real coin. Okay. John likes food and beer, but uh, that's not going to pay the rent. That's right. I'm sorry, babe. That's great. So uh, that's nice. I mean. Rent a husband? Who would <laughs> rent a husband? Who said that? If you have two, it's it's doable, right? You know, I don't know, but two husbands? Or if you have, if you have, no, what? No, I'm just saying, if you have two lined up, then it could be done. Yeah, like, it's called right, jiggle. I'm gonna go. Bro. You take care of the. You take care of my kids. I'm gonna go take care of these other kids real quick. Let's so. rent a dad. We're talking about rent a husband. <laughs> it's still yeah. the same thing. No, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's that's on a spectrum of like. Prostitution. Yeah. All mean, right, we're totally off know, topic. Here. What happened? What? Yeah, I don't know. We went we went off rails. Yeah. Uh, let me just reel it back just just a little bit. So, I'm interested. I'm excited about our guest that's coming up. Let's just, without further ado, let's bring her on and let's get her. Let, let's get it going. All right. Here she comes. So we're lucky and happy and fortunate enough to be joined with Chef Steph. Let's just bring her on, and let's just see. Uh, we're going to get to start maybe talking a little bit about barbecue, a little bit about uh, grilling, and and all the stuff that sent around centers around what Chef Steph does. So, what's going on, Chef? Excellent. Hey, everyone. Not much. I'm just uh, excited to be here and talk food with you guys. Awesome. So we're we're, we're central, centralized in Texas. So where are you? Uh, where are you coming in from? 
I live in San Diego now, um, okay. but I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, so you could say that I kind of have barbecue in my blood. That's awesome. Uh, John's uh, from California as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from the uh, uppity Sacramento area. Please. <laughs> you know oh. I mean? Sacramento's like Cowtown in California. Uh, okay. it's, it's the state capital. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so that's that's funny. Uh, so so, what is your take on California barbecue? Uh, being well, from the Midwest, there. Yeah, I mean it, it is interesting. I, I don't I don't know what I would think if I wasn't from the Midwest. Um, I mean, I think most of the stuff around here, unless you start going inland, which I'm more on the coast, um, it's more it's it's not really barbecue as far as what i grew up with so um and i kind of dabble in all types of grilling like gas or i just recently got in the smoking world but i mean i grew up uh, on a charcoal grill with my dad and my grandpa so um it's interesting because sometimes when i'm really craving it i'll call my mom back home and <laughs> and i'll say can you send me some malls and it's like two bucks a bottle you know <laughs> That's uh, my my memory there. That's nice. funny. It's it's something that I think about. Uh, you know, like you know, predominantly you, you think of uh, when well, you don't really think of right, but like you like your first memory was like your dad and your grandpa, right? Like charcoal, and you, you use that in the same sentence. And then I, for me uh, as a kid, I my dad was like you know he he ran like we, they had a restaurant. My mom and dad did, and he he had a smoker and whatever else. But as a kid growing up, I remember my mom doing all the grilling outside and with the charcoal and everything yeah. else my dad was like i'm not doing that anymore i've that's I've, that's cool right that's so awesome. so really and truthfully like it wasn't i mean it wasn't until like i think she did her cook off or something and we were like hey i want to do this with you we were kids right like that's kind of like mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's that's funny that you, that was your take like it was like my dad and my grandpa and i was like first off, i was like oh man that's my mom my mom did well, and I'll be honest with you, it's the only time, I, I have a superstition now that, now that I've gotten to the smoking world, like I have to have a Coors if I am doing any <laughs> type of smoking or grilling. And my husband, he's an IPA guy, but we both are like, you know, the fire's not going to work if we don't have our Coors. So, <laughs> so are you a uh, Coors original or are we going Coors Light? We're going Coors Light. I know. No, no, no. Hey, I'm drinking Coors Light right We're now. We're currently drinking Coors Light. Oh, good. So, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. So, Usually, I get um, I get stoned for that. So no, no don't no, worry no. about that. Uh, but I will say, last night I was watching a show called um, what is it called? Uh, it's the it's the Montana uh, movie or show that has like Yellowstone or something. Yellowstone. Yes, no. I was watching Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, right? Uh -huh. And so it's a, it's a popular show on, I think it's on Paramount or whatever else, in their season two or three. Right. And one of the funniest things, they go into this bar, right? And the guy throws down some money and says, give me two yellow jackets. I'm like, I never heard of that beer. That's fun. Two Coors Originals come out. I'm like, ah, oh, that's so great. I'm For now uh, on, I'm calling them yellow jackets. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. And these, uh, so, uh, so in Coors Light, is actually called Silver Sippers. So... Uh, that's what that's what we call them down here. I think. I would, okay. I've heard silver, silver bullets. bullets. Yeah, silver, silver bullets. bullets. No. Silver sippers. I've heard both. Silver sippers. Yeah. No. I I knew of the bullet, and I kind of want to call them yellow jacket lights now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nice. I love it. Uh, okay. Uh, so some of the things I've seen, and you kind of touch base on it, is I don't know how you originally started. If you, I mean, I know you've been doing this for quite a while, right? And it's definitely a passion for you. 
Um, and mm-hmm. so we've tried to, to I mean, look you up as much as possible and kind of go through um, some of the things you're doing. And I've seen like you know, your video posts where you're posting. Um, and and w- one thing I really liked about it so much that you didn't go into this crazy in-depth thing. Like everybody knows how to build a sandwich. Everybody knows how to do some of these things you're, you're doing, right? But your take is like, mm-hmm. look, it's a quicker, it's a quicker video that I can go right in. I can watch this thing. And I feel like, okay, this is great. Like, I'm seeing what you're doing versus, I don't know if you, you know, some people just draw it out. I think, I think I've done a couple of videos where it was so drawn out. I'm like, obviously, they know how to do this. Why am I? No one's going to make it through a whole video. Right. What, they're they're right. just going to leave the video. But you were, I think you were very smart about how you did that. Um, and then. Concise. Yeah. So, yeah, if you could, I mean, kind of, for me, just because I'm, I, we like posting videos. We like um, doing a bunch of barbecue, different fun things. But. Uh, is there something you could maybe share with with us or share with everybody else that listens um, that like hey like if you're going to do this here's some tips that, that I've learned by doing this or whatever else when you're trying to post some of your things or whatever yeah absolutely so I actually really haven't delved as far into the video world as I probably should um, but I will say for the videos that you probably have seen have been short and concise so I think my inspiration for that is when I go uh, on someone's blog or recipe site or whatever, and I'm looking at a recipe and I have to get through like six chapters in order to see the recipe, it drives me absolutely nuts. Like, I just want to see the recipe. And, you know, I kind of think that if you want to give history or context around your recipe, that's great, but maybe throw that on the blog session, section or something like that. So I do try and get to the point, and that's kind of like the whole brand around I Can Cook That is, you know, I mean, sure, we could all have 10 big giant pieces of machinery everywhere, and maybe we'll use one of them, maybe we'll use two, we're not going to use all 10. Um, do we really want to try to cook things that with ingredients we've never heard of and spend all day when everybody's busy? And so my kind of whole thing is everything, everything in between, right? Let's do it quick. Let's do tips and tricks. Let's get to the point. But, you know, if you want to get to the art of smoking and, and crack a yellow jacket or a silver bullet while you're um, enjoying your whole afternoon around that, let's do that, too. So that's that's kind of the approach nice i and like i'm not trying to i I really kind of felt that to be honest with you and it it really kind of resonated a little bit with me just because i'm i'm always struggling i mean if if you give me the wall i'll probably talk to it for a couple hours that's the truth uh but yeah (laughs) it's um yeah i i saw that and i was like okay lesson learned right there like maybe maybe less is a little bit more maybe you start watching like what does well and and how does that translate and I, I saw that and I was like, you know what? That's that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, is there any? Um, I I know that I kind of like I really haven't heard like I I think maybe I saw a little bit about your blog and which which you're a great writer by the way. Uh, I saw that and I was like, holy crap. Um, being a guy, my daughter is really really good at writing. Being a guy, I don't know, my brain doesn't work that way. It's mine very like like. <laughs> six word sentences right and then like <laughs> now next sentence go next you know what i mean <laughs> it's a bunch of statements right so uh it just doesn't flow that well um but is there anything like like what kind of got you into this i mean obviously you have a passion but is there something that's like you know what i i need to do this this is fun for me this is whatever 
Yeah, I mean, well, I think being exposed to it at a young age. My dad had a restaurant when I was, you know, just, I think, five years old or something like that. Um, and then I'll be completely honest, um, as I got older, I gained a bunch of weight and I thought, I hate diet food. So I had to figure out how can I come up with some good food um, and still kind of like get back to where I needed to be because I didn't want to continue to balloon. Um, and so that's kind of how I Can Cook That was born because I wanted to come up with most of my stuff, believe it or not, even though I do a lot of meat. Um, is really relatively healthy. I don't do a ton of butter or I, I kind of let the food hopefully shine and try and bring in ingredients around that to, to make it shine. But I didn't want to eat processed, uh, you know, linguines or I don't know if I can say linguine on this, but sure, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can even cuss if you want to Yeah, <laughs> diet food, if you will. Uh, and, and I love food. I mean, I just absolutely love it. So I wanted to come up with unique, approachable recipes that were eh, 80% healthy or so. And uh, I wanted to teach people how to do it. And it just kind of, it just kind of, it, you know, I think now people are doing it. But I think, you know, when I wrote my first book 10 years ago or so, there wasn't really a niche for that. Everyone was either a Food Network star or, you know, it was a two-hour movie on how to make a burger, you know? Right. That's, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. So I know you say you're just getting into the, the whole smoking side of it. What are, you, what are you smoking on? What are you growing on? Uh, right now I'm grilling on a char-griller acorn. Um, and I've, I've had, you know, pretty good luck with it i had i had a casualty the first time but <laughs> um so i've been doing pretty well with that and then actually i just uh i'm waiting on a uh pit boss pellet smoker so i'm excited to try that because i really haven't done any work with pellets i when i got into smoking i really wanted to get into the charcoal side of it i wanted to like succeed and fail with actual fire so that's what i've been working on the last couple months Nice. The the acorn, that's the one that's almost like it's a, it's the Kamado, uh, Kamado style, style yeah. right? It is, exactly. Nice. So uh, have you found for like trying to control the temperature, maybe in the beginning, was it was it difficult trying to regulate that and keep it going, or was it just like it was seamless? A lot of bit of, little bit of charcoal, cover it up, let it go, and you're, you're smoking. Um, I did a ton of research, so I'm really fortunate that I have – uh, a lot of friends that have been smoking for a long time, a lot of the people in my social media circle. So they were very gracious and giving me a lot of advice and tips and tricks. And, you know, what I what I learned, you know, the hardest thing actually for me was keeping the, because uh, I, I do everything at 225. So the hardest thing for me was um, I'd have a couple smokes where it would actually go out on me and I had to really kind of work my way to figure out what was causing that. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, um, trying to find that sweet spot to keep it at 225, I think was, was pretty challenging. Yeah. Nice. I think that's one of the, the, the challenging thing that most people have with these Kamado style cookers. I mean, it's, I know one of our buddies, uh, got the, when the acorn, but it was the, Vision or vision quest vision, vision grills grills uh, version of it, mm -hmm. and it, it was one, and it came with a bunch of instructions on how to how to use this and how to operate it. But it was something that's very difficult to 
to manage the fire and to keep it at a certain temperature and not to really be messing around with the air control vents because once you start opening it up and you start allowing that oxygen in there it just takes off and now instead of smoking at 225 now you're smoking at 375 (laughs) it's a kiln you're cooking pizzas or or 725 (laughs) correct yeah so that's fantastic things the heat in there is it it's like it's like a cast iron egg basically and then once you get that going there's it it is you would probably take you a good hour and a half to to bring it back down properly yeah, that's see. I I don't know if I have the patience uh, for that. I'm uh, I'm very impatient. I I, I love smoking. <laughs> I love grilling. Um, like we have a joke that where we we did some beef ribs and some brisket, and uh-huh. I ran it so hot. I I ran. You know, it's like I'm going hot and fast with this one. Uh, like I'm cooking a brisket in seven hours or six hours, right? So uh-huh. I I went to 350 degrees on the smoker. Now, here's the deal. Ooh. I didn't really mean to do that. But once it went to 350, I was like, let's just see where it goes. Let's just see what happens out of this. I mean, the How bar. How did it turn out? It wasn't bad. It was not bad okay. at all. It, you just have to know the timetables of like where your meat is and 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 how to how to cook it right so yeah, you're cooking uh, hotter and quicker you're gonna have to pull it off quicker you're pulling right? yeah pull you're, it off you're wrapping to different stage maybe your bark mm-hmm. um truthfully i i felt like i had some burnt <laughs> bark coming up on the on the which is really what it is on right ends. on the ends those are just burnt ends uh, right <laughs> literally uh, but when the when the when the brisket actually curled up like a frito i was like oh i may have done something wrong here <laughs> holy holy crap uh, but yeah, it did not. I mean, once it really, once we wrapped it, um, and we didn't do the peach paper, we did the the, the, the tinfoil, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what did, how Are you, you partial to foil, foil versus paper? Uh, you know, I think in Texas, uh, competitionally, uh, which we, that's really what we are. We're a big competition team, so uh, it's like one bite, right? One bite has to say everything about the brisket. Uh, mm-hmm. We are right? because okay. it, would, it renders the best. Uh, it. You, you get enough uh, pullage from all the juice. And really, well, you want to save all that au jus anyways. Uh, so, okay. so we like that side of it. Uh, but we've seen, like, we've done the peach paper at home. And it's worked out uh-huh. phenomenal and whatever else. Uh, and then Mo Kaysen, which uh, I'm not saying his last name right. Kaysen? Kaysen. Kaysen. Mo Kaysen. He does a, um, which he was on Food Network uh, and whatever else for barbecue. Pit he Masters. competed. Pit Master. Uh-huh. Uh, he did the half peach paper half tinfoil which i'm like mind blown right now i still haven't done wow, it wow that's yeah? interesting i know right so just when you think like oh there's only one or the other or you right. can either not wrap it put it in, in in paper or put it in foil or you mm-hmm. can combine the foil and the paper yeah why do you think of that i don't know yeah and, and that's probably so when you say combine do you mean he did an hour and one an hour and another no or? i th- i think no. he has foil on the bottom right yep. And then the paper on the top. That's right. So he, he allows it to breathe a little bit so you don't get the soggy. He allows the bark to stay where it is. But least, he still traps. The side, yes. He traps all of the juice that renders. That is pretty brilliant. The guy's a genius. Yes. I yeah. I know. Yeah. I've, I've not done it yet. I probably will probably do it this weekend or something. Just trying to fool around with something. But um, that's what I love about this is that. Which one do you think you've got it all figured out? There's somebody yeah. doing somebody something else and right. wherever, all right? Something new, right? And it's like, of course, this guy's a big legend, right? So, mm-hmm. lead up to him to just kill it. But 
Well, I did my first duck about, I don't know, I say a month, six weeks ago, and that was, I think, my favorite thing I've done on the smoker. That's one thing we've never um, tried, or at least I, I haven't. haven't. No, I haven't done any duck. Yeah. What is it? Duck. Did you do like a breast or leg? or what No, did you I, do? I, I, I did the whole thing. Hold up. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I've only, I've only done I, the breast. Yeah. Yeah, I was afraid I would dry uh, that out. I mean, I guess I could cook it really quickly, but um, I wanted to do the whole thing because I wanted to render the fat and I wanted to do a marinade on it and then I wanted to glaze it and I knew I could do it at, you know, 275, 300 and it would still be forgiving for all the fat. So that was pretty fun. How how was it? How how was the flavor? How was it? Oh, it was... It was pretty good. Um, if you go on my website, there's a picture of it. I have a slideshow on my website, and it's, uh, I think, the first picture on the slideshow. And it was, uh, I did an Asian marinade, um, which is a soy base, which gives it that beautiful brown anyway. Mm-hmm. And then it's got, you know, a little honey, a little hoisin, and then I glazed it with one a, a, a mustard maple glaze from BT Lee's that I absolutely love. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I did it. I did a duck a few years ago on uh, my offset smoker, and I just like lightly seasoned it, and I ended up putting like some kind of cherry glaze on top of it. And I remember mm. it coming out fantastic, and just thinking like, man, I want to smoke duck way more often. And of course, I haven't done it since then. Years later. Yeah, yeah. years later. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's not too easy to get duck around here, and if you can, it's usually pretty dang expensive. Right. It is, yeah. I, I think uh, last year we we, uh, we did some, and we've we got a, a guy in the office that does a bunch of duck hunting, so it was easy to get it. Uh, but the one thing I remember about it when we cooked it at the office was that you're really cooking the breast almost like a, a steak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I did not really I didn't realize that. I was like, no, hey, listen, I'm not eating that. That looks disgusting, for one. <laughs> uh, for two... I'm not going to die or get sick because you're going to undercook this yeah. foul piece of yeah. meat, right? Take that thing to 180. But right, right, right. So you definitely want to cook it like a medium to like medium, medium rare, medium well steak. It's kind of where you want the texture to me was like a steak, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Hmm. So yeah. I've, I've never had it before, uh, before that. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, now I'm going duck hunting. Easy. <laughs> Done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So outside of duck and uh, ribs, what have you been cooking? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of adventurous when it comes to that. I've done uh, quail. I've done uh, poussin. I've done um, simple things like stuffed burgers and drumsticks. And, you know, I mean, pretty much you name it. I have not done brisket yet. I will uh. say that I have not done brisket yet, but I think I've done pretty much everything else. Definitely, if you need some pointers, uh, just please let us know, because we can definitely put you on the right track there. (laughs) I would like that. And I I have to say that um, I have tried uh, foil and paper, and I I was actually a little partial to paper, but I think think I'll give uh, foil and paper a whirl, so thanks for that tip, too. (laughs) Yeah, we're kind of like the opposite here, because me personally, I've I've done both. I found, Mm -hmm. like, I like the foil better because the brisket comes out just a little bit more tender and you have a little bit of that au jus that's left over that mm-hmm. you can kind of dip the slices into uh-huh. the times that i've done the paper wrap 
again, this is probably just me not having experience cooking with the, the paper. It's always come out dry. It's always come out just... Uh, really? Yep, yep. So it, okay. it's more likely something that I'm not doing correctly. Yeah, probably. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely work <laughs> on that. But I was going to ask you, uh, so we're in the kind of in the mix of our steak series. Um, series. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're kind of getting towards the end, but uh, we went through the kind of whole methods of cooking steaks. And one of the things that popped up, uh, which was kind of brought to my attention, was doing the sous vide in the steaks. And so we, we mentioned it on the episode um, a few few episodes back, but we did not really go into actually what sous viding is. And then, but I, I also read that you won a competition or a contest doing this sous vide. So I was wondering maybe if you can go into a little bit of what sous viding is and and uh, tell us a little bit about the competition. Yes, thank you. Um, I love sous vide, and you know I know there's a lot of people. It's kind of split down the middle. They're split down the middle. Some people just think, how can you, how can you? You cook food in a bag, you know. Well, how can you cook food on fire? You know, I mean, like right. cook, it, cook it all sorts of ways. Um, this was actually a sou- a barbecue sous vide competition, um, and I did a um, a twelve hour sous vide barbecue rib, um, and wow. my hacks around that were kind of so. Well, there's nothing better than fat on fat, right? So I think right. the bacon on top of the rib is really why <laughs> I won. I think they saw a slab of bacon on rib, and they said, all right. That's <laughs> it. But, um, yeah, so sous vide is basically a water immersion method, and it allows you really – it's a set it and forget it. Um, it's accurate. It allows you to really keep things tender. And for people to get a lot of weather, I really can't claim that here in California, but for people to get weather that want um, a lot of that grill flavor, and I'm talking about the fire, of course, but they want that grill experience and it's, it's cold or it's snowing. A sous vide is a, a great way to go. Um, it keeps things super tender because you can't overcook it. So this water bath, really, it just circulates and circulates. Um, and then the way you're flavoring your protein is whatever you put in your bag. So for me, a lot of times I cheat. I'll put a, like four drops of liquid smoke in the bag. Uh, I'll put uh, some herbs and maybe a rub or something like that. Um, and then I play around with, you, know, you can do anything from a 12-hour um, sous vide. I've done a 20-hour sous vide with spare ribs before, and I've done a 40-minute um, pork tenderloin. So you can make it as quick or as slow as you really want, but what I love about the sous vide is that you don't overcook it, especially for people that are new to the kitchen. Um, it's super tender, and then I ended up, uh, when I won the contest, and then I got this incredible toy, the sous vide gun. Usually I I reverse sear everything on the grill, but now I get to play with a gun. So, <laughs> so what is this sous vide gun? So I, I, I've seen pictures of it, but I'm not really familiar. What is, what is it? So it's literally, it looks like a gun, and then you screw the, um, the bottom of the gun onto, you know, one of those two-pound propane tanks, um, and then you pull the trigger, and it blasts out this big huge piece of fire mm. and you put your food on a baking stone or you could go outside and put it on the grill but you know that would kind of defeat the purpose and then you just sear it off 
you just sear it off right in your kitchen. It's amazing. That sounds awesome. It sounds like maybe we need to we need to get one of those re- guns. Reach out to these guys and see if we can get a hold of one of these things. Yeah, we need to probably <laughs> review the the flame gun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. And you know, I'm just using the sous vide gun. They also make a grill gun, which I think is like twice the size. I can't even imagine how much fun that would be. Yeah, sounds Definitely. awesome. Definitely. That sounds like it's going right in our bag. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there you go. So I, yeah, I, so that's kind of the world of sous vide, if that helps. Is it is it only do you only do meat or is you, are you doing vegetables and everything else? Can, can you do the vegetables in there? Is that weird? You can do vegetables. Or are you just basically boiling um, vegetables? I don't. I really haven't. I know you can. I know it's at a much higher temperature. I usually sous vide. I'm a medium rare girl uh, at the most, so I usually sous vide at like 129, and then uh, by the time I sear it off. Uh, you know, I'm a, a perfect 134, 133. Um, I know that vegetables uh, get a higher temperature. I think it's in the 160s. And, you know, I guess I haven't played around enough with it to really give a uh, informed opinion. But to me, it just seems like, eh, I'd rather throw the meat in there. I mean, I, I can imagine this. Sorry, James. James wanted to say something so bad. James, what do you got? I'm sorry. Well, I was going to ask, is there something that you sous vide that you're like, well, that's not good, or I probably shouldn't have done that type of uh, meat or whatever? I will say there's some fish that, uh, there's some fish that work great in it, like swordfish for sick for uh, fish tacos, um, that works great in it because it's kind of like a steakier fish. But um, I've done some flakier white fish where it's just kind of falling apart on me, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's a little too tender. So yeah. Um, but I will say the other really cool thing about sous vide is for reheating. So let's say you like your brisket at 133, you've got a bunch left over. I know that probably wouldn't happen, but if you did, <laughs> um, the sous vide you can say i want to reheat this but i don't want it to overcook i don't want to put it back on the grill i don't want to put it in the oven and you throw it in uh one of your bpa free sous vide bags with your food saver um throw it in there at you know 130 it'll warm it beautifully and it won't overcook it oh that's fantastic i never really thought about that application no not at all like normally we're thinking about i take it well Depends if it's if already if already cryovacked it right then I'm throwing it in a, like a pot of water and I'm boiling it. Yeah, that's how I do it. But, but you don't know what temperature it really is getting to until you right. open it up, right? Right. Uh, I mean, you're you're boiling at 212, right? So that, that's the boiling temperature that it water boils. And then it, if you look at it on the other side, you're like, okay, well, I mean, now I'm getting a a piece of meat that is like like undercooked, right? So in the past, I've just done like a crock pot. I throw it in a crock pot and I turn mm-hmm. it on and I hope for the best, right? I know it's going to get to temperature and it's probably way overdone, but that's an excellent application. And the first thought I just had uh, when you're talking about, you know, was there vegetables or anything else? I'm like, first of all, can you do more than one item at a time? So then I'm like, I'll do potatoes, yes. steak, and something else. And then now I've already had already have butter going. I have salt and pepper in there. All I have to do is kind of mash them up a little bit. I don't know how that really works, if you can really yeah, do that. Yeah, I've, I've done poached eggs in there. Really? So. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, you can do anything. Anything you want to do in there, you can do. The only thing that I would say is if you're going to do a whole bunch of different things, is just know what it's, what temperature you want to play around with and maybe drop something uh, that you would do at a higher temperature 
you know, a little bit later sooner or, or than sooner you would drop something yeah. that you want to do with a lower temperature. Yeah. So here's our challenge for you. Um, our challenge okay. is, um, and then you have to post a picture, no matter how bad this is, right? Uh -oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Here it comes. Think about trying to, to design an entire meal, right? Like you're going to eat, like say dinner for two, right? Can't make it too big, right? Dinner for two, mm -hmm. but try to like try to sous vide everything and have it all okay. come out at the same time. Oh, where, I got it. Where you have corn, you have your, whatever it is, do a right? Pot roast, you throw in some potatoes. Yeah, uh, dude, you'd be sad. <laughs> you could do it all, right? Yeah. But I would love to see like because I've seen the sous vide thing. Like somebody does, oh, I did some steaks, perfect. Oh, I did some chicken. Here it is, right? Mm -hmm. But I've never seen anybody do an entire meal and break it all open and go. Boom! Reading right now. Here, let's see. There eat. it is. Yeah. So challenge accepted. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I want to see pictures. I thought you were going to ask her to sous vide a brisket. I've have actually seen that uh, that guy that does the sous vide everything or what is it on YouTube? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, he did an entire brisket and he took a flamethrower or something to it and like it. I don't know. It doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't. Right. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Right? Yeah, I guess. Hey, it's yeah. You know, actually, you I did quail in the sous vide too and i did not think it was gonna work i was it it actually worked i was stunned that's hmm. there nice. i i feel like you could i mean really i think you can cook anything in this you should i just want to see an entire meal cooked now like it's got to be at least five items uh five items four <laughs> items four, four items four I'm, items i'm gonna need a bigger tub yeah four items Put in a trash we're bag. gonna stack them it's fine this is gonna be so good. Uh, so I understand you're um, you're an ambassador for a couple products. Do you want to give a little plug on those? Tell us about what you're who you're working with. Yeah, absolutely. So BT Lee's, uh, I've been with BT Lee's for a couple of months now. Um, they do sauces and rubs, and they're darn amazing. They've won a lot of awards. Uh, they do everything small batch. Uh, the ingredients you can feel really good about, which is another reason I love working with them. Um, and, and then, literally, I just yeah. signed on with Pit Boss last week. So, I am excited about that. that yeah, that is awesome. Yes. So, they're sending you out a, a grill. Yeah, they're sending me out a grill. And mm -hmm. we had conversations. And they said, sure, we'd love to have you as an ambassador. And I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, I am uh, honored, flattered, and thrilled all at once. Yeah, and that's going to give you something new to learn and play with. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then I have a lot of partners that I wouldn't say that I, I shouldn't even say the word partners because they're, I'm not really an ambassador for them, but I do a lot of, um, I use a lot of their products. They send me some garlic gourmets. One of them, they have a whole line of garlic based goodies and Miller's mustard, which is a really interesting mustard because it's made out of banana peppers. So, um, hmm. It, it, it's an interesting uh, product too, and if you're, uh, you, you may want to look into that for some of your, uh, some of the things you guys throw on the grill because it won't, um, it won't. The spice isn't like a lot of the mustards that have the horseradish or things like that, and so it's very even keeled. Um, that I think would be good for a lot of applications. Okay. Does it still taste like mustard? You know, it does, but it doesn't. So I use it in things that you would use mustard in, right? So like I've done it in a potato salad. I've done it in crab cakes. I've done it in deviled eggs. I've done it in, I even did it in coleslaw. And I know you don't put mustard in coleslaw. But um, it, it, it's, it's strange because it's, it's very tasty. 
And I would say it's almost has, sometimes I feel like it almost has a, a sandwich spread type feel to it, but they have like a sweet, they have a hot, they have a habanero. Um, but you use it in things that you would put mustard in. So I guess you have to judge for yourself. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to look for that. Miller's uh, Mustard. Yes, you can go onto their website. Actually, you can go onto my website, and there's a, a, a area that says Meet Chef Steph's Friends, and there's partners in there, and I have all of my partners that I work with and their discount codes. So you can just go right onto my website, go to their website, use discount code Chef Steph, and you'll get a little deal. Nice. And what is your website, just so the folks know? I can cook that.com. I can cook that.com. I like that. That's yep. it. I can cook that. I can cook that. But you know, do you don't say it like I can cook that. You're like, I can cook that. Yeah. Right? Get a little <laughs> flair in there. That. Right? Uh, so uh, one thing that James we brought up on maybe like episode three or four that we had and this is our episode what number is this? Fifty one. Fifty one, right? So Hey, hey, thank you. Appreciate that. That's a lot of beer we've drank um, and a, <laughs> yeah. lot of, a lot of lost memories. Exactly. Uh, um, but the one thing that he, he brought up was um, sliced, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, sliced ketchup or sliced mayonnaise. Oh, that's going way back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you heard I of that? I have not heard of this. Yeah, I, I don't know that that thing's really made. A, we'll, we'll have to do a, a, a another second go around. I don't at one point in time, it was in its Kickstarter yeah, funding right. stage. See, I thought that was like in Asia or something. Maybe that's no, where it came uh, from. I but uh, I don't know if it fully developed because I have not seen it here or I have not seen commercials for it. But, yeah, basically it was kind of like a sliced condiment. Yeah. You like, take it you just peel it off and add it to whatever you're right. adding to. Yeah. Like just, lunch meat or, or right. sliced cheese. Make but a it sandwich. Was, that's just disgusting. It's so it's <laughs> so bad. Doesn't yeah. sound any better now than yeah. it did then. It, it, it does not. You I know, still I want to try it. Say that like goes against my whole brand. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. We we totally agree. Oh my gosh! Sliced. So, well, I guess why not? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you thought you're like oh, okay, this is gonna be a weird podcast, whatever else, and you're like, yep. The whole thing you're gonna take out of this, like, hey, these guys are a little bit crazy. They're probably drink too much, uh, and also they talk about some slice condiments or something it was weird. i mean that's interesting and i'm all for like the weird mashup i mean if you guys have seen some of my posts like you know i do some weird i've done fondue cheese on lasagna and i do it uh hoisin infused sour cream so i'm all for like the weird mashup but i don't, I don't know the sliced ketchup i i, I don't know hey, it could be can you think about like not having to like you're just like uh, can you give me a slice of ketchup please yeah, because yeah, exactly. it's it's so hard to squirt hey, the bottle. No, um, listen. Can you double that? Uh, two slices, one on top, one on bottom. Don't. It's kind of it's kind of hard me. to wrap the ketchup around the French fry. Right. I mean, it's right. just so weird. It's just so weird. Yeah. Exactly. Like bacon oh my goodness. Ketchup French fries. Boom. There it is. So so one of the things we do as uh, uh, the 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 ending of the the podcast, we like to talk about the the barbecue wins and barbecue fails. And it, to me, it sounds like the barbecue win with the competition that you did with the the sous vide. Uh, that was definitely a, a barbecue win yeah. for you. I mean, she got a free flame gun, so that's that is bad. True. I did. That is true. I did, and they actually they've asked me to come onto the team as well. So it was it was really amazing. That's fantastic. 
can we get a maybe a fail or uh two? oh yes and i thought i was gonna i thought i was gonna escape this but no, no. And, I'll, and i'll ask <laughs> yeah. you this and we, we ask everybody this because for us it's always kind of a teaching learning moment uh to be able to to talk about our failures and to let people know that hey we're not always just winning all the time i mean it takes a right. lot of failures to get to the point where you are now in your your cooking or your barbecuing or grilling so it's always nice right. to hear we're not all alone. Right. No, I mean, of course, we're all, yeah. I mean, no one just wakes up uh, a chef. No. But, uh, yeah, so my fail, I, I kind of touched on this, was, uh, so my husband's uh, father is from Argentina. So his big, uh, the way he wooed me was making these short ribs. And he does them, you know, with a whole chimney and he does the grill and the whole thing. And he said, oh, we should try and smoke them. And said okay i can cook that right and <laughs> so and you guys probably know this but the way um the argentine short ribs are they're done flanken style mm -hmm. so as i was researching all of this and talking to all of my friends that are you know schooled in the smoking and i'm asking them the questions and i'm going okay uh i guess because of the way the fat is in the collagen i'll get this to 201 something like that well what i didn't realize was not only were these ribs flanken style but they were also english cut so i wasn't like putting i wasn't factoring that in while i was taking all this advice so instead of having a slab of ribs that right. i was trying to smoke i'm like smoking these little almost like if you will korean style like ribs, little short ribs yeah, they literally turned into like a tree. I mean, I, I got good bark, <laughs> but <laughs> but they were terrible. And you know, it was like it was eaten leather, and uh, I I redeemed it in the in the sous vide. And I I will try it again on the smoker, but I will make sure that I have a slab of flanken and not flanken in English. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Well, cheers. Hey, hey cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. I love it. All right, uh, Chef, hey, we really do appreciate you taking uh, time out of your schedule to join our podcast and discuss a little barbecue and a little grilling and a little sous vide and all that stuff. We and, really do appreciate it. And the mistakes. Well, I can't thank you enough for having me. This is a blast. And, um, you know, maybe we can do it again sometime uh, once we get the uh, – once I get the uh, – pit boss in here definitely i'm looking forward to it yep okay you, guys you are, right. are officially our sous vide expert we will reach out to definitely <laughs> perfect perfect well yeah and i i've accepted your challenge so now you're stuck with me that's right <laughs> challenge accepted you said it yes challenge right. accepted <laughs> appreciate it hey thank, thank you all right guys yeah, thank great, you great so much you. have right. a wonderful rest of your night you that's do the same bye. Bye. bye all right bye-bye that was solid that was a solid interview Chef step, yeah, solid. Well, I mean, hey, look, she hasn't done a whole lot of these. I'm sure that. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It was a great interview. To be honest, we're we're nervous when we're doing these. We we don't know how they're going to be. Um, and and to be to be honest, it's like you're really worried. Like, are you are you going to come across for them? You know what I mean? Right. It's not so much of them speaking and, and trying to get their message out and whatever else. It's like. Do you translate well for them? And uh, I think it worked really well. I think I think she was engaged. I think we were engaged. So I'm yeah. super excited about that. Friendly, yeah. knowledgeable. She seems to, to really love cooking. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. for uh, us, I mean, we, I mean, 
we 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 love the grilling and smoking aspect, and we love uh, uh, putting some of our stuff out there. And we probably don't have maybe necessarily the technical skills uh, that maybe a chef pr- probably well, has. I but think that we drink too much, and alcohol brain cells are <laughs> I think, dying. I think uh, by the millions. Um, I think it, it's beneficial for us bringing on people like chef Steph that does have some of those skills yeah the culinary skills the culinary it's, it's skills just different that you guys could reach out and maybe try to in uh, the, the very personable and i think if you reach out to her socially if you have a question about how to do this how to do that the recipes that she's putting out there i mean fantastic great interview yep it, it was the only knock i have on her the only thing is that she left uh, a great part of America and went and moved. I'm just kidding. No, I love California. California is great. Uh, just trying to try to knock it down with Steph. I mean, uh-huh. a step. <laughs> well, you throwing a jab at your own uh, guy over here. Anything I ain't do to well, So You know what John did? John <laughs> took a picture of me at a gas station wearing one of his masks. <laughs> and then he posted online. Both then, of us. Yeah. And like, now all of a sudden I'm a 49ers fan. Like well, that never happened. You wore the mask. I know. I know that never happened. Yeah. I, I thought so, he photoshopped so. it at first. I didn't realize no. you were actually yeah. wearing it. We, <laughs> we were there together. Yeah. And sleeping. The one thing yeah. I can't say, happened. Jan, is at least I wore the Super Bowl champs one. Yeah. Well, you you wore the loser uh, one. I I got the better <laughs> looking quarterback. There he is. <laughs> hey, so we we, we thank uh, Chef Steph for being on the podcast, and we wish her the best uh, uh, for the future. And hopefully, uh, we'll catch up with her a little bit later on. Uh, yeah. As John mentioned in the podcast, I mean, she's very into sous vide, uh, sous vide, or sous vide. So we'll, we'll yeah, touch barbecue. On that. Uh, she, she's got a pit boss coming. She she joined the barbecue team. Y- yeah. y- y'all heard all of this. Uh, many thanks. So yeah, yeah, check out the website. Check out her her blog, uh, the Instagrams, and and all that good stuff. I mean, she's got some really good content out there. Shall we move on to something else? So let's go into the grab them the brisket. Beer review. Oh, that sounds <laughs> gross. Uh, it is. Yeah, it I is love it. You got review. that Elden coming in at the yeah. very end. <laughs> it's, yeah. Still have that genuine quality. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll toss it around. We'll keep playing with yeah. you guys. Yeah. What are we working with today? This one is another one from Urban South Brewery. And the last one we did was, uh, I mean, this is another one of their fruity, whatever you want to call it. Urban Jan, South. Yeah, Jan really threw the last one in the dirt and hurt my feelings. But I came back with another one. This is their Spill Fruited Sour Strawberry Chocolate Nesquik. Strawberry Chocolate Nesquik. Okay. Yes. Wow. And I got this over there at Beers Looking at You. If you're in Houston, go check those guys out. Hey, shout awesome. out to Beers looking at you uh these guys are offering beers that you can go and get crowlers mm-hmm. yeah they've got like 30 or 40 different beers on, on tap, tap from around houston and then you have uh bottles in and cans that you can yeah. go in there and, and pick stuff up that you're not going to be able to find at your heb or like your you're Kroger. not picking up this urban south at yeah. the hebs yeah you're getting this at urban south or you're getting it at a place like beers looking at you so let's just dive right into it let's let's just start drinking it should we talk about what it looks like it I, looks like it looks I like mine's this. empty already. I love this. I, again, it, it, it's, it's the same type of can we've been getting lately. It's just the wrapped silver cans or whatever else. But I'm not gonna lie. I do love the art, the artwork on this. I love the can. I love the can of paint just spilling out. That's what it is, right? It's, it's almost it's, like a splash canvas. It's the candy paint, mm-hmm. and this is something yeah. that's very synonymous with Houston, with the the the, the rap culture. The as we were mentioning earlier with the DJ Screwed. I mean the 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 paint 
dripping and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So um, I, I don't I didn't see the alcohol on this. Um, yeah, I don't know if I saw it on there either. Well, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'll say I mean it really does look <clears throat> just like a strawberry chocolate milkshake, right? It, it, I mean, actually, if you poured that in a cup and just hand it to me, I, I wouldn't think it was a beer at first. I would think you were giving me a milkshake. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. you can probably just uh, pour this onto, uh, like, maybe a Starbucks glass with some ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can probably just drink this at work. Uh, I didn't say that. I'm not condoning that. No. Don't do you that. You are condoning this. And I was going to say the same thing. What I was going to say is, like, the last one, we wondered, like, it was clear. Mm-hmm. It's just water. But, you know, the breath and everything else, it would have given it away. But this one, this one's from the dirty south over here. This one right here, you walk in like, hey, I just want some Jamba Juice. Um, No big deal. Just drinking my daily vitamins. The strawberries. Yeah. This is good for me. This is like a a pureed strawberry banana-ish type looking here, right? Strawberry chocolate Nesquik. This tastes like like a chocolate... Lava cake with strawberries on it, or something. This is this tastes like you were too young, but now you're getting drunk. This is what exactly this, this is something like. my kids would definitely drink. Yes, Matt's kids would drink it too. I gave his kids some earlier, they loved it, so that's why he was falling over. Yeah, they're asleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. I want to give this a, a score probably before y'all do, but I, I'm eager to hear how y'all are talking really high about this. And it, remember, this is a beer. Right, it is. It a is beer. beer. This is it's a beer. beer. Technically a beer, but it's a different beer than we judged earlier. This has has to have Nesquik on it. I mean, you can't just go. Oh, I'm Nesquik. pretty sure. No, this has got the Nesquik bunny. in it. It's got, got to have the bunny, bunny on. Got Do you bunny. guys remember making your own Nesquik Quick. chocolate? Oh, pink was the no. You went chocolate or pink? Strawberry was the best. Ugh, this is disgusting. Ugh. <laughs> I wasn't a chocolate. I person. was all solid. I love the strawberry, but I love the Nesquik chocolate. But I think it goes like, rec- what was the recommendation? Like one like spoonful? Oh, yeah. No, you filled a cup halfway up. Yeah, they, yeah. Ha- they had recommendations? Yeah. yeah. You're drinking yeah. it, and you're getting like granule like sugar coming right. down. You as have you're- to eat it with a spoon. Yes. Great stuff. But that, that's not this. That's the premise behind this one. Uh, it probably is. It probably is. It has to be. Uh, so, Jan, you were saying it's a 10? or what, or I didn't understand so I want. I want to go first, but I'm actually eager to hear somebody else's view on this. Before I score this, unless you just want to hear my score. I'll jump in. I don't mind. You sure. want to hear somebody else. And obviously, I I love everything from this place so far. Uh, Urban South and beers looking at you. But this thing is really good. Like I said, it tastes like a chocolate cake with strawberries. Just like, I don't know. It's really freaking good. And it does taste like Nesquik to me. It tastes like Nesquik with like some strawberries in there or something. And the good thing is it's not heavy. It's, yeah, it's not. It's thick, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel heavy. Yeah, heavy. And it has like almost no alcohol flavor, to me. Uh, That's true. If, if you if you didn't tell me it was alcoholic, I wouldn't think it was. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, it does, some like Jamba said, juice. It, it doesn't up. say what the alcohol percentage is. I'll have to reach out to them and ask them because it's not on the can. But for me, this is good. Like this is up there. I'm gonna give this at eight point two. Wow. Oh wow. This is really good. Jeez. Okay. Um. I I I I don't mind going next now. Um. Once I heard that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, we have no idea uh, which way. So, he's going. I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna describe to you what this looks like when you pour into a, a, a bottle or a, uh, a a cup or a mug or whatever. So, have you ever like put like something dark, uh, like chocolate, malto milk or malto or Nesquik into water? Mm-hmm. 
it has like a really watery looking vibe to me mm. that just mm-hmm. it's foamy looking i don't know it just doesn't well, like what you, does it you mix like nesquik in with water yeah, yeah. right kind of am, am i wrong like, on this yeah no, a, little, right. a little pinker yeah. but yeah. you didn't mix it with milk milk would be just yeah. a more of darker yes it would have. It would have absorbed a lot more, right? right. It would but change what does the it color. taste like? Do you want me to put some milk in yours? Um, no. Um, James is lactose intolerant. He couldn't handle it. Uh, <laughs> I, to me, I, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really on the fence with this one. Is the flavor good? Yes. It's okay. it, it's got a good flavor. That's what we want uh, to judge. It has by. a back end something there that I'm like, I'm not sure how that is, for me personally. Uh, but I do have to rate this high. Higher than what was the last one I did? A one point one asshole. Yeah, one point one. Well, it was disgusting. Don't ever agree. It that wasn't. One. It was disgusting. disgusting. Uh, but this one, I got to go call six seven. Six seven for this. Right. Like, you can drink this. This is different. This is not something you would drink all the time. But like someone says, they make a Nesquik beer. You have to try it. No, I listen. I if I saw this again, I'd be like, I know what that tastes like. I would have that. A six seven is a high score for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go next. That's a straight up, straight up eight and a half for me. Eight point five. This glass is eight empty. and a half, and it's empty. But I have, well, I have nothing left. Then. Would Alden buy it again? I will. I would buy it if I see it. You have to go to. You're gonna have to go to beers. Looking at you with me. There it is. <laughs> what you've got me so much, and I can't go. I, I invite you. You don't ever Man. show up. Well, you invite me in the last minute, sucker. Invite me in the morning. All right, Matt. What do you got? Yeah, I don't remember what I gave the last one. I think I liked the last you one. You rated it pretty high. Yeah, I think I liked it better than this one. I still like this one though. I'd give this one like a, a seven point six. I'm I'm Jeez. not as I'm not as crazy about the uh the Nesquik as everybody else. Um, but it's still very good beer. I I'd like rather it. have a so strawberry. Where are you at with this one? Seven point six. Man, like it's pretty good. Yeah, I guess. It's very good. It's, yeah. a, it's a very good That's drink. a very good beer. Yeah, it, it's very delicious, and I'm right along with Matt. I don't remember what I gave that cherry slush for review. I know you were up there pretty high. high, too. Yeah, you were a seven or eight. This one is probably a little bit lower than it. So whatever that score was, just duck, like a point and a half. Yeah, no, I'm, just I'm not researching <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't even um, drink in that cherry slush one. We're going to go 7.9. Okay. Oh my god! Okay, these guys at Urban South aren't messing around. And no, they're, I, they're I gave putting it out these. Review. They're putting out these beers that are obviously they make good shit for child with juice. Yeah, you know, my so kid, for my child. I caught my kid drinking flavor. this last week in in the, in the garage, and she she was falling down drunk, but I mean it tasted damn good that she just thought it was like, you know, health drink or something. What what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, she put the word Nesquik on it. What I love is that. These, this place is putting out new beers like every week. Multiple be- new beers every week. It's like Martin House. Okay. It's like a couple of the other ones. These guys are trying different great. things. No, no, I, they're no, trying yeah, different things. I love experimenting. that. Experimenting. However, if you don't put a, the alcohol by volume on there, and then my kid reads, well, she's 13, so she would never do this. But I had a, a smaller kid that read Nesquik. Well, what do you think? Like they're cracking, they're cracking it open, right or no? My kid probably would probably not crack it open. <laughs> Your kids have been drinking a lot. Well, longer. yeah, I mean, older ones would, but they would look okay. for it to say alcohol. They wouldn't crack this open because it doesn't say the alcohol. They sure. want the one that says ten percent. They're like, look, they for logos. They're guys. like the old. They're like, oh, give me that good shit. They're like that old Sunny D uh, commercial where mm-hmm. he's like thumbing through, knocking the old, 
right? The, the Urban South down. Oh, we got Urban South. We got this and that. Oh, ridiculous AF. Let <laughs> me get that. So I did see a thing. I don't know if it's a thing, but I did see it. So they call it a nine loco. So they basically pay uh, pour a uh, five hour injury into a four loco. Oh, to make so nine, to oh make a nine, yeah, your heart's gonna explode, dude. Like, <laughs> and, and one of the guys comments like, "Just do cocaine, sucker." You know what I mean? Like, because that's what you're doing. You, you know? know what? So, Urban South ain't doing that. <laughs> no, this stuff is good. Great stuff. Hey, we appreciate the stuff that Urban South is putting out there. Look forward to. I know John's got a couple of other drinks out there that we're gonna try. So I'm looking forward to trying the other stuff. I did try the. I'm not. Tangerine Mountain Dew one. What? Mm-hmm. That was pretty tasty, guys. Yeah, we got some more of those. There's some, some okay. experimental beers they got going on. Dude, they're, they're messing around. around. Whoever that mad scientist is, he they're mixing some stuff up. So <laughs> we appreciate it. There it is. And it's what? That's the... This is the grabbing the Brisket Beer, beer Review. Yeah, I mean, still works. I yeah, it does. Uh, oh, oh, we didn't get the. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there it is. Uh, yeah. So each week, uh, we've been trying to like do something where each person is putting together certain rubs and seasoning that have been sent to us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for us to try out, cook, right? I mean, sometimes we're falling short. We're not putting enough seasoning on. Sometimes we're going too much, right? We're just putting too much seasoning on. I mean, today I think we got the the happy balance finally happened with the perfectly cooked uh-huh. uh, pork steaks. A little dry. Um, perfectly cooked pork steaks. <laughs> Tough. And uh, today we actually reviewed uh, two seasonings. John, do you want to tell us what we reviewed? Well, you're holding the bottles, but I'm pretty sure they're from Shot in the Dark. Uh, that would be correct. Yeah, and I can't read it from here. So uh, one, you have uh, Just Add Protein Rub. And the other one is the bullseye steak seasoning. Yep. That is correct. I mean, I cannot say enough about this. Uh, I tried both rubs independently mm-hmm. and immediately thought, like, I'm not sure if this is going to work. Right? It's just so this, like you thought one was underpowering, like just need a little something else. And one was like, to me, was overpowering. Uh, but you have to remember what it is. You're grilling. You're cooking. Right? It's mm-hmm. going to slow the, the thing down. Uh, so today we did uh, perfectly cooked um, pork steaks. He's using that uh, loosely. <laughs> damn it! Okay, just give me, just tell me a bone here, man. Damn you it. remember the first time you perfectly cooked a pork steak? I think it was my first time ever cooking a pork steak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and cut. Nobody Matt ever out. forgets the first uh, time they cooked a pork. That's right. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I do. I. I I do like the seasonings. I, I think this could have been worked well together a mm-hmm. little bit. I, a light layer of the steak seasoning with maybe a little bit heavier layer of the just add protein mm-hmm. would have been really, really good. Yeah, and you did bring the, the pork steaks for all of us to try. And I'll say the one that was the just add protein was definitely more of a subtle flavor. Uh, it was. The other one, I would be anxious to try the steak one on a piece of steak, like an actual steak i tend to agree i think the uh the, the bring the protein one was back in heat it was good though it was good but yeah. yeah they're both good obviously um i mean we tried them the, i mean the pork we tried was cold so i think when it, if it I, had I been just, hot so i just I, mean? I just cut them but it took me like a, a little i cut boxed walked over but it was probably a i don't know that's a good walk 
It, it is. It's like probably a five-minute walk. Uh, I mean, once you cut something, you need to be eating right then, right, to get the whatever. But so what you're saying is that the, the turn-in window closed, closed on you. It, it took too long. Yeah, right. it, it, too long. You didn't it, have it, me uh, sprinting in the last 30 the seconds. You, you could run <laughs> next time? You didn't time well, the I rested, walk. Okay, I rested for 10 minutes. I sliced. I boxed. I walked. Okay. You're right. I, sh- I should have just ran, and I didn't. Well, you didn't know the, the shot clock was That's right. Was I didn't off. know. I didn't know. Also, I, I enjoyed both of them. Both of them were good. Uh, on the pork, I think I like the Just Add Protein a little bit better, even though the, the, flavor, the flavor was a little more subtle. I just feel like the... It was balanced. It, it complemented it better, right? It did, right? The other one yeah. would probably be better on steak, and I, I, I think we'll try it. I think well, we'll so I, I so I so I want to do something. We've done chicken, we've done other stuff, but I was like, you know, the protein rub would be okay. What do you put it on, right? Chicken, anything pork, sounds like right. Yeah. Well, right, you you can. I'm not putting it on a steak. Not happening. Probably not. But so when I saw pork steaks, I was like, okay, well, let's just do those. Pork steaks would be great. It's happy little medium. Maybe get a little bit of a marbled effect on the pork. It'll remind you of what the steak would be. So for the steak seasoning, you'd probably pick that up. That's kind of why I went that route. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like it translated well, only really because I executed it like so well, <laughs> like I always do. I just killed it. You totally um, executed. Yeah, you killed it for sure. Those. <laughs> they are things. dead. I may, have, I may have overcooked a little bit. Okay, I'm not. It's not a barbecue fail, I'll tell you that. No, no, yeah. It, no. We're good. Hey, uh, most steaks crap. were delicious. I mean, the, the pieces that I tried. Both of them were delicious, and they were cooked perfectly. Jen. Yeah, just feed my ego more. One of them was uh, a little bit more tender <laughs> than the hair, other I'd one. Shake it. But so I, I tried the the protein one first. Yep. And it has a nice, just robust flavor. I thought I was missing on a little bit of salt. I know what is it? What does it call for? Like uh, Himalayan or Hawaiian salt? That's Punch. probably like third on the ingredient list there. I feel like it probably could have just used a little bit more. Flavor was great. It's like dried chilies and all that good stuff. And then you had uh, what do we got, Matt? This the what else? Or what are the seasoning? Or what kind of salt? The baked Hawaiian red alama, alaya salt. Okay. Alama. I don't know if you agree with me, but I think it'd just be called just add protein and salt. Right. For my for my palate, at least. <laughs> it just it just, all it needed. Very good flavor. I just thought it needed a little bit of salt in Correct. there. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right there with you, Matt. The bullseye, I think it's right on money. I mm-hmm. mean, it's right on par. I think it tasted great. The way Jan seasoned it with nothing else, I would definitely buy that. I would, too. And use that. I would, too. 100% all the time. Yeah, that, one, thought, that one's 100% I thought it was a really, really, really good rub. Yeah, yeah. the salt was there. Uh, the other spices were there. And a really good pepper content. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good rub. Yeah. And that's saying something because most of the time we feel like we need to add something to the rubs. Right? That's right. right. Mm-hmm. And not add something, but layer, right? Layer some different flavors in there. That one's pretty complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the one thing I did for these, I did a mustard binder, right, for, for both pork steaks, um, which I just helped. I think it helps a little bit. I don't think you really get any flavor from that, hopefully, when, mm-hmm. when you really cook it well. Um, and the other thing is that I let this the pork steaks sit for about uh, probably close to 20 minutes before I actually put those on the grill. So I seasoned them up maybe 25 minutes. So I went and got the grill ready and then came back and put them on. Uh, and I think that kind of helped a little bit as far as getting that kind of, you know, that reverse osmosis into the meat. So 
Hopefully that helped. But I thought they were both really kind of good rubs. And I think really and truthfully, if you wanted to, like I said, do a small little bit layer of this bullseye steak. See, a small layer, right? Not much, a small layer. And then go back with a heavy-handed layer of the Just Add Protein rub. I think you get, you're probably going to have a really winning combination of rub on a a pork, a chicken. Uh, I would not do that for a steak uh, by any means, uh, but I would do that for a pork or a chicken. Um, maybe a, maybe uh, maybe not fish either. But um, yeah, but, hey, you guys stick tuned because we're gonna certainly we're gonna crank out. out a couple of uh, videos yeah. and uh, try this out for ourselves. Yeah, I think combining those seasonings Could might be, be money. Might be money. Are you magical? We might just delete this whole video, and right. you won't hear any of this. So. <laughs> we might find the the winning secret like competition spices that uh, nobody's ever heard of. But one hundred percent, guys, hey, go, go check out this this company. The seasonings that they're putting out are pretty legit. It are is. The, yeah. These the only two seasonings that they have, John. No, I think they have a couple more, don't they? I honestly right? couldn't. Yeah. Tell. I would yeah. say two thumbs up. And they're a veteran-owned business, That's so awesome. check yeah. them out. Um, yeah, I think this gets the grab and the brisket seal of approval. Definitely. Yep. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we appreciate you sending the rub. One quick question before we leave. Someone has posed a question to us, so I was going to ask a question to you guys. Do you wash chicken before you cook it? No. No. Only if it's really slimy or something like that. If it's really slimy, I'm probably not cooking it. I think <laughs> totally. if you try to wash chicken, you're just spreading the chance to add other bacteria or yeah, something. Yeah, all right? over the place. Yeah. Is this I'm thing flying? Washing my is it flying or is it washing not flying? Anyway, like I'll, I'll give it a bird bath. It's already dead. And a brine. It's already dead. It's already it's dead. Flying. <laughs> you just pulled it out of the pack. Uh, what about you, Mandy? I know you're over there. Do you wash the chicken or do you. She pushing that she right out no. of the pack. Okay, so I will brine a chicken. I'm not washing a chicken. No. There are a lot of people out there that wash chicken. Yeah, they're wrong. They they open the pack up and put it in their sink and wash it, and then fr from the research that I've done, like the CDC and then the agricultural USDA says, do not do that. Interesting. One hundred percent, don't do that. Don't do what? Wash your chicken. See? Because you're actually spreading bacteria. the germs. That's you're right. Actually exactly. spreading I feel the bacteria. Same That's what I said. So yeah. they did it they did a study, they did a test where they tested let the people do whatever. Sixty percent of the people that washed their chicken in their sink, their sink tested positive for bacteria, salmonella. salmonella. Oh my god. Nasty, just whatever. Mm, mm, mm. Twelve to fourteen percent tested positive for salmonella after they washed their sink. Mm. Wow! So that's kind of a food of thought for you guys. It Don't is. wash your chicken because well, when you turn that 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 sprayer on, I mean that that hits that chicken and that's like spraying everywhere. Right. And he's like, and some of these guys, these uh, scientists that came on, it's like no matter how much you wash your chicken. There's still just tight, strong bacteria on there. You can't get it all off by washing your chicken. The only way you can get it off is by cooking your chicken thoroughly to the right temperature. So when you initially turn your hose on, 
you spray this like light chicken bacteria film or, or droplets everywhere, and then you, you run the risk of getting the potential salmonella food I'm poisoning. Tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this. So Alan's over here eating rare rare chicken. <laughs> Very great. It's like the folks that leave their um, toothbrush sitting on the counter. Put that shit in a drawer or in a cabinet. Because every time you flush your toilet, if the lid is open, you got shit all over the place. I feel like why you're, is, I feel why like is you're your, attacking me why personally. Is your toothbrush now. I'm just telling you. Close to your toilet. Is it in the same room? If it's in, if you, unless you've got a water closet or something where it's in a separate room with That's the door. That's why it's called a water closet. Yes. I, I understand. Yes. Door. But if it's in the same room. You're getting microscopic particles of poo-poo. That's right. You are. On your toothbrush. It's like up to 7 to 10 feet. Exactly. Right? So uh, we do have a separate door for ours. Right. Uh, and also I have a... Um, toothbrush in the same room? So mine well. is charging. I have a Sonicare, but I have a guard that goes over my bristles at all time as well. And I make sure that that's on there. I'm, like, I'm very adamant. Like, put that on there and close... Uh, first of all, nobody craps with a door open. If they do... <laughs> Well, if they do, it's me, and I'm not doing it. So, uh, I've never seen my wife crap before, so I don't know what that's like. That's weird. He does crap at my house, by the way. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's a true story. If you don't know, if you don't, know, you don't know, you don't know. But that's why you're tuning into the grab and the brisket. Right, now you know. To know. If you don't know, right. now you know. I kind of wish I. I think ignorance is bliss. I kind of wish I didn't hear this yeah. information. Right. Like, <laughs> but before we shut this thing out, because I yes. feel like we're trying to wrap up, can we just real quick recap on what happened? I just want to talk a little bit about the incident Saturday night with Passion Party Mandy, and the trash can and the uh, acrobatics. I guess you could say. Yeah, it's not really. It isn't acrobatics. No, I, I think James had this right earlier. Sleight of hand. It, there were definitely was a sleight of hand, and there there was certainly little gymnastics involved. Um, so, because you can't really tuck and roll. No, no, you can't, and not end up being injured. That's right. But That's right. so, just a slight recap. Uh, obviously, play by play, you can't see the video. Well, I, I, I a trash put, can falls down. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but I, I put Mandy's uh, shoes under your truck. Okay. And then John proceeds to basically like rat you out. Hey, Jan, put your shoes under the truck. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So that proceeded to like John just like kind of like, I don't know what you got like not stumbling, uh, but just kind of saying like, like he wasn't gonna say it was me, but the whole time he put his hand up and pointed like it's me type deal, right? And I'm like, dude, I'm staying right here. I can see what you're doing, <laughs> right? And, and then all of a sudden, somebody knocks over a trash can. It was either Jan or, or, or Mandy. I, don't I think remember. it was Jan. I okay. think Jan. I, I do think, I think I was like, I think I was getting like pushed on. Like I was going like, and I was kind of like, maybe I was kind of kind of trying to get away. I tried yeah. to run. They, right? There was no, there was no running was or getting like, away or altercation. being pushed over. Right. But that's it was a, basically kind of like being next to a trash can and yeah. maybe kind of leaning up on against it. Maybe. And it just tips over, and it probably had a couple of beer bottles in there that come rolling out. Right. And all of a sudden, just like it was distraction mode. People are oh, diverting like the F out their of there, whole right? attention to the, say, right side where this trash can fell. Everybody's looking at the trash can. Everybody's looking at the trash can. And then off to the left side, you can see Mandy. Mandy's like starts backing up a little bit, and then there is a, a 
cooler. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. But uh, okay, okay. So, so what were you doing? Uh, Mandy's were, joining you're us. You're like okay, trash can fell. You're like not going to be here. I'm going to. She don't wasn't remember, me. man. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I know. It, I, I what I remember of it was talking, running on the ground. Right. Okay, so I feel like you saw the trash can fall, and you're like, well, that obviously wasn't me, and I need to get away from this. I, uh, it's you, Jan. You're the one that did this. You we, were the one that did it. We back away from this whole situation. Let's everybody yeah. look and laugh at Jan. I was so confused by the whole situation. When all of a sudden, like, if you look in the video, because this all got caught on James's ring video for his... his uh, yeah, no, the video's out there. Yeah, and, I will be posting that video. All you see is legs flipping over John's shoulder. John does block me, he, which he I am very thankful of. I feel yeah. like it makes him love me more. He did it on purpose. Yeah, mm. yep. yeah, because yeah, I totally knew what was going Go on. Go back in time. I, fix I that. honestly mm-hmm. believe uh, there was a little bit of distraction with the trash can. I think Mandy was looking for a place to kind of sit down. Right. No, I was not. She's and trying then to get she the was backing up until she hit away. the cooler, and then all of a sudden went over the cooler. Yeah, she stuck the landing. Uh, <laughs> it's like on my face. Think of like I, I, I think she was face first. She wasn't backing up. I think face first no. over the cooler. No, it's back backwards. Back because it you uh, can see my feet. Okay, okay, okay. So backwards. Yeah. So think about like falling over something and then having like your body just hit the ground. But you know, you know what? Your legs got to follow. Also, these legs yes. are kicking up in the air. Boom. Just toast. If you haven't seen the toast. video, go to all of our social media. It will be posted. It is. And just focus on Mandy. Just, okay, just watch Mandy. Yeah. To Mandy's credit, there was day drinking involved, if I remember correctly. Day yeah. drinking. There was some uh, mimosas yes. flowing. How is this credit? Mimosas. Alcohol. We're alcohol right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. A grand opening of a, a patio for a restaurant um, that was shots available. That was, yeah, that's true. Stadia. And then we came here. Yeah, so she was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and I apologize, my cooler was in a way. It was. Uh, Don't apologize for that. I, I moved it. Gold. Yeah. Pretty much it always there. Obviously, but. is not in the same position where it is. Now, so I, I, I removed it and got it out of the way, so that will not happen again. I'm sorry. Actually, better happen over there versus over here on the concrete, James. Right? I could have died. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, check the video out. Uh, you tell us, was Mandy trying to get away from an incident? Did she cause something and try to run away and then all of a sudden got caught up in right. this whatever? Or was this just whatever? And right? how's her form? Uh, yeah, no, mind I, you, I wasn't even around. So. No, and grade the form. Right, grade the form. Yeah. Right. Give you us a number. Score. You can't see James in the video. You only see me, Jan, and John. And legs. So I don't know what James's perspective was. Did you see what was actually happening? You can hear John's wife, Denny, who had a <laughs> full like, what the hell? view of it. And all I remember was seeing Denny and her laughing. I got distracted. <laughs> I got distracted by the trash can that was knocked over. I'm like... Holy shit, who's picking up all this trash? And all of a sudden, Mandy's down. Yeah. Like, oh, crap. And this I go back. Video, all you hear is there's still thing. like beer bottles and all this stuff over my driveway. <laughs> I'm okay over here. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Who's picking up all this stuff? Anyways, Who everybody's good. Up? 
<laughs> I didn't. I ran Maddie's home. Maddie's good. Driveway's good. Trash got recycled, so fantastic. Perfect, yeah. So, hey, guys, tune in next week. Hey, we're going to find out why Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi are the bad guys. They cheated their way to the All-Valley Championship. Okay, let's not tease also, that much. Holy crap. we might find out a little bit about some uh, extra beer facts. So, this is a grabbing the wow. brisket, guys. Teasers, I love it. Hey, thanks for listening, y'all. Appreciate right, it. Peace. Thank you. You've been great. Just grab them in the brisket.